NFL expansion? Not happening anytime soon, ladies and gentlemen, but that didn't stop Zach and I from coming together and compiling a list of the top five cities that we both think should be added to the NFL or one of the spring leagues in the event of an expansion. That's going to be the big topic for today's episode. News was a little slow on the NFL front this week, so we figured we'd mix it up and give you guys something new. Also, given the recent articles that have come out every couple months or so, that the NFL is very heavily considering expanding to 40 teams sometime within the next maybe 5-10 years. So, we came together, we made a list of the top 5 cities, and we will present those to you today, as well as one city each that we think the NFL should expand to should the league go international. So, a uh, pretty simple episode for you guys today, but I don't think that'll make it any less enjoyable. Yes, so hello and welcome back to the podcast. Two Steelers fans in a pro football world. I am Zach. And I am Dill. And we are here to bring you all the NFL, USFL, and XFL news from a Pittsburgh Steelers fans perspective. So today we are going to talk about possible NFL expansion and give you our thoughts on some cities that could possibly be expanded to. Uh, so I'm going to start off with my top five cities. Yeah. Zach was really, really excited for these cities. I was very excited for these cities. So uh, just an overview of my list. Uh, my list is Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Boise, Idaho, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Juneau, Alaska, and then my international city was London, England. Uh, Dill, what's your top five list right now? Yeah, so my top five list goes San Diego, California, Salt Lake City, Utah, so we've got one repeating, Omaha, Nebraska, Columbus, Ohio, Richmond, Virginia, and then for my international team, I went more locally and I went Toronto, Canada. Cool. Yeah, it's a very interesting list there, Dill. Yeah, uh, so I noticed we had a couple... Well, <laughs> it's Jesus! <laughs> uh, all right, the ghost of Dan Marino just uh, took out one of our lights. The ghost of Dan Marino was mad that we didn't have any Florida teams, so he just came and trashed all of our lights. For those of you who have not been in my basement... Well, which uh, I imagine is most of you. I yeah. hope it's most of you. Okay, I hope <laughs> it's most of you. Uh, then you do not know that we actually do have a lot of Dan Marino stuff because... Uh, you know, we are a very pit-centered family. As you should be. Of course. So, uh, yeah, the ghost of Dan Marino just is very much in this place. Okay, so going away from Zach's uh, basement, <laughs> we're just going to give our initial thoughts on the other man's list. So, Zach, I noticed two of the cities that you had were Salt Lake City, Utah, one of them that I had, and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Now, I know both those markets are... I don't want to say big because, again, I don't know anything about or care about basketball, but I know Salt Lake City and Oklahoma both have, or Oklahoma City both have NBA teams. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Salt Lake City, or I guess it's not Salt Lake, it's, they went statewide, so it's the Utah Jazz. So do you think that if the NFL or, again, any football league, this we are, we're including XFL and USFL, and something I forgot to mention earlier, the reason we didn't include cities like Orlando, St. Louis, or San Antonio, or Birmingham is because Birmingham is already a city in the USFL, and St. Louis, San Antonio, and Orlando are presumed to be in the XFL. So we went with cities that didn't have any football at all. So that just gets that out of the way. But um, I want to go back to what I was just saying. Do you think that having an NBA team would affect the viewership of the NFL or XFL, USFL, whatever football in these cities? Do you think it would affect that in any way? I really don't. Um, so, I mean, Oklahoma City, they definitely have a more prominent NBA team than Salt Lake City. I'm just presuming because from the small amount of basketball that I do get filtered into my life, 
Uh, I've heard Oklahoma City Thunder, and I've honestly never heard of the Utah Jazz until right now. See, this is this is the, like the very Steelers fan in us. Like we don't know anything about basketball at all. Though apparently a lot of people don't know a lot about basketball because actually more people watch the USFL championships or some of the USFL games than the NBA finals. So, and that's not even a bit. Check the stats. Yeah, that's like Google it. Yeah. So going back to the fact that you know. For these cities and just for basketball in general, there's not a major viewership for basketball compared to football. And yes, some people are like, a a lot of people care about basketball. And yes, a lot of people care about basketball. But it's coming back to who's more likely going to watch basketball over football. Honestly, a lot more people would watch football over basketball. And that just goes, I'm pretty sure the lowest primetime game for the NFL like massively trumped the NBA finals this year well it wouldn't have been the NBA finals but it would have been because I know the NBA runs games around like towards the end of the NFL season so like around Christmas and that so but I think the point in question is that some of the NFL games that have garnered the lowest amount of viewership still have I don't want to say miles or leagues ahead but they're definitely still a decent bit of viewership ahead of any NBA game yeah, so the the big thing is is that Salt Lake City has also been pushing for a football team for a while, whether that's going to be spring or NFL. Um, Salt Lake City had an AAF team. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the AAF back in 2019. I've talked about them a few times on this podcast, I think, just because it's a good reference point to go off of spring football. They were the Salt Lake City Stallions. And they were, they were around middle of the pack in attendance, I think. I don't remember it being super high or super low. It wasn't really notable, I think is what I'm getting at. So Yeah, but recently they have been pushing for a little bit more, so I think Salt Lake City is one that's definitely in the question for some sort of expansion. Again, um, I think it's, most of these teams are most likely going to start as USFL or uh, XFL teams, just because that's a good way to test the market. Um, you know the NFL is going to be looking at the XFL and USFL cities that had the biggest markets when they expand. Um, because like most people, the NFL doesn't expect the USFL or the XFL to last too particularly long. They're using them almost as like a testing ground. So it's like, hey, when they fail, you know, we'll just gobble up some of these cities if we want them. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so I, I really don't think the basketball is going to hinder them a lot. Um, especially if they can be in, you know, relatively different seasons. So, uh, that takes care of Oklahoma City and Salt Lake City. Uh, I'm going to go into your other three American cities here. I know you, Boise, Idaho. Uh, it's a city that I don't think a lot of people, like, you know, you hear Boise and you're like, really, you think, you know, football in Boise, Idaho? Like, there's nothing in it. I mean, I know you made the joke before. It's like some of your friends have tried to convince you that Idaho doesn't exist because exactly. there's, like, just potatoes and potato farmers up there. Or is that Ireland? Might be both. I don't really know. But the point is... Nah, Idaho's big potato, big potato ground. Are they? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for Idaho. Yeah. But the point is, you know, there's not a lot up there. So, uh, Boise, Idaho is definitely an interesting pick. Santa Fe, New Mexico, very similar, I think, in terms of, like, you hear New Mexico and you're like, what, there's, like, nothing there. So, I think New Mexico and Idaho are kind of, like, on that same kind of playing field. And, actually, this last one here, too, Alaska. That's an interesting pick. I want to I hear more about Alaska. That's I want to hear why you picked this city. Yeah, so, actually, I'll start with Idaho. Idaho is kind of simple. Again, Idaho is one of those ones that really not a lot of people talk about. Um, Boise State is actually pretty big in that area. Idaho is very into Boise State. And it's one of those things that 
a lot of cities like these love having a college team, but they'd much rather take that to a big scale or just take that to some sort of pro league in general. Because, yeah, like Oklahoma City, they have Oklahoma State, they have uh, University of Oklahoma, and they have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Main reason why I gave Oklahoma a team is because they're always kind of being lumped in with Texas, and I think they deserve their own football team that isn't one of the Texas teams. But Boise doesn't even have a pro league, or Idaho doesn't have a pro team in any of the leagues. So I think giving Boise just something pro will help out. Also, you have so many of those Northwest states that just don't have really anything in the pros. Uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Idaho. That lump of four right there that's just right in the top in kind of the Northwest area, they really don't have a lot of sports in general going for them. So I think kind of giving that almost cluster some sort of pro team to really cheer for uh, works pretty well. And then giving it to a city like Boise that already has football in that culture with Boise State, I think that makes the most sense. I have to imagine the Santa Fe, the team that you will, that you suggested for Santa Fe in Mexico has got to be like it's similar, right? Because that's is. in the New Mexico's in that area of the country. Arizona's got a team, obviously, but then you got... Colorado, who's got Denver, to be fair, but you got Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. So not yeah. really a lot going on there in terms of sports. Right. I was thinking uh, down there a little bit more of the Utah, Wyoming, and New Mexico kind of area. Um, the other reason why I chose New Mexico is, again, New Mexico is just like Idaho. Not a lot of people think about it, and it would just be nice to have them kind of on the map. And the last reason is probably my favorite is Santa Fe just sounds like it would be a really good name before something cool. At, like the Santa Fe Stallions. Santa Fe just sounds like it would be a great name before something, personally to me. And so I think if you're going with a market that, again, doesn't have a lot there that could actually pull some good fans who never had something to latch on to, uh, and you want to choose something that has, like, the catchiest title, which not a lot of people talk about that. Like, a catchy title for a city is good because it's something that rolls off the tongue. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers, it's, like, and then just saying, like, oh, the Steelers, like, it's it's something catchy. I, Santa Fe is something catchy that could really get, you know, ingrained in the NFL culture very easily. The other thing about Santa Fe, just the New Mexico area, New Mexico, most of their fans have to root for Texas teams. Or Arizona. Nobody wants to root for Texas teams. No, no, no. And the same thing with Oklahoma. Like, guys, you don't understand how burdened Oklahoma is. I've been to Oklahoma. They have, like, Dallas stuff so much. Like, Dallas Cowboys stuff, like, everywhere there. And I feel bad because, look, Texas fans don't even want to root for Texas teams. It's, and Oklahoma is not even Texas, and they're so forced to root for Texas teams. We we got to give them something, you know, that's actually worth rooting for. Yeah. That's a big part of a lot of these. Yeah. So let's talk about this last American city you picked. You picked something in Alaska. Do you know I Alaska? Did. I want let's, let's hear a little bit about that. I feel like that's got to be a good reason for this one. Well, so the biggest reason why I chose Alaska is I have been kind of invested in a lot of other sports recently as well. Uh, I'm a triathlete, so I know a lot about uh, triathlon as well. 
Uh, I've been a huge fan of American Ninja Warrior for a while. And in the last couple weeks, I've heard a lot of stuff about uh, Ninja and American Ninja Warrior being a major new thing in Alaska and uh, starting to gain a ton of ground. There is na- And then from the triathlon standpoint, um, there's a team from Alaska that is coming down to Youth Nationals uh, this August to compete there. And now they're trying to get them get a foot in the door for the triathlon side of sports. And it just started occurring to me that Alaska's really trying to put their foot in the door for just being, you know, a sports area. They're trying to get a lot more of their culture compatible with sports. And it started occurring to me that they're trying to, you know, become more of a sport area when they're going for these smaller sports because they're, it's a little bit easier to get into. But a great Kickstarter would be giving them an NFL team. I mean, if you would consider, like, how... I mean, you just said they're getting, like, hype for triathlon and American Ninja Warrior, that kind of thing. And like you just said, those are smaller sports. I mean, American Ninja Warrior, not as small as triathlon by any stretch of the means. It's, like, in the middle of the pack. Imagine bringing them... America's sport. Exactly. Imagine bringing them the American sport. I I mean, based off what you have just said, I feel like they'd go nuts for that. Oh, yeah, 100%. And again, it's not something that they're going to be outspoken about, like some place like Salt Lake City, because, again, who would put Alaska in their, like, top teams? Because nobody thinks about that. And Alaska's, again, that's why they're going for the smaller sports, because they're like, the chances of us getting one of the big sports is so slim. Let's get some of the smaller sports now. But maybe if somebody can notice this early, they can give them one of the big sports early and it can just kickstart everything. Yeah. And I, that's why Alaska is my dark horse on this list. And I, I think that if the NFL gave them a chance, it would work out pretty well. And let, let's be real. The weather shouldn't be a problem because, I mean, we've gone to Green Bay, Pittsburgh, uh, New England in the winter. And maybe it's not as bad as Juneau, Alaska. But let's, let's be honest here. It's still... We've got we've had some pretty nasty weather games. I feel like you could build a dome too. Like you could just have an indoor stadium. Exactly. So I mean, at yeah. that point, the weather wouldn't even be an issue. Exactly. So I I really don't think Juno would be that big of a problem. It's just whether the NFL is willing to take that little bit of a risk. And I I really think it would be small risk but high reward. I would definitely agree with that. Um, so Dell, let's go into your list. Yeah, a bit. so we're going to save the international cities for after the American cities. All right, so Dill, looking at uh, your list real quick. Uh, so first of all, San Diego. I, I really like that one. Um, I know we were talking earlier. Um, San Diego was in the NFL uh, with the San Diego Chargers. Yep. Um, Chargers moved to L.A. San Diego's mad about it. And I feel like in a lot of ways, San Diego resembles St. Louis. And obviously... And not obviously, but anyone who remembers the XFL, they know how St. Louis, the St. Louis fans reacted when the Battlehawks came. So I feel like, you know, if, first of all, putting a team in San Diego for like a spring league would like boost them tremendously, but bringing the NFL back to San Diego would go, I feel like they'd go nuts for that. Because mm-hmm. even, you know, if you remember the San Diego fleet from the AAF, once again, referencing the AAF, hey, man, the AAF picked a lot of good cities. You know, I, just going over this in my head, because they picked Orlando, San Antonio, they picked a lot of good cities. But you know, the, the fleet in San Diego were one of the top-selling markets. I mean, that's the most fans were going to those games. So, and as I've said before, and I'll say it again, 
if you think the fans would show out to a spring league football game for a not really established league, imagine how they'd show out for the NFL, especially a city like San Diego, where the NFL is not coming for the first time, coming back. Like, mm-hmm. the NFL looked at you and said, you are an important enough city that we need to have you on our, like, I guess, team roster, to, for lack of a better terminology. I, I feel like San Diego would go nuts over that. So that's, that's why San Diego is my number one choice. Uh, I don't think it's close either. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it's definitely probably one of my favorites that you have on here that I didn't I didn't think of originally in my list, but it's definitely a good one you got on here. Uh, so another one that uh, I want to talk about, Salt Lake City. So I already went into my reason why I had Salt Lake City on my list. What's your reasoning behind Salt Lake City? So I, I, tend, I do tend to agree with a lot of the stuff you said about, you know, like in terms of like how fancy would be affected. But the, the kicker for me, the NFL is looking for big markets. And I think we established that. Salt Lake City is one of the fastest growing cities in America. And that's, I, you, I don't remember exactly the source that I found that. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a statistic. You can find these things on government websites. So I feel like the NFL want to take advantage of a rising market. Because, like, if you, I mean, think about it. If you don't grab it now, you know, someone else might gobble it up before you. So I think it would be something that the NFL would not really want to miss out on. And I, I don't need to get too much into Salt Lake City because you went over most of the points that I had. So that's that's my big one is that is the rate of expansion in that city. So one that was interesting to me was Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and then you also had Columbus, Ohio, and Richmond on here. Um, I think Columbus and Richmond are both very similar but omaha is kind of different there yeah uh omaha is really in the middle of nowhere yeah so So, what's your reasoning on omaha there it's first first thing about omaha is it's almost directly in like the center of the country it's not exact but it's pretty close to that general area so i mean just having it like in the middle of the country would just be it'd just be neat but that's one of the minor things like it'd be cool to have something in the middle of the country but also i've seen like i i've watched videos i've read articles about nfl expansion that kind of thing where people think they should go i've seen a lot of people comment and say omaha nebraska and i did a little bit of research in omaha those people go nuts for their college football team the 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 cornhuskers of nebraska the college nebraska that the fans there aren't a lot of them there aren't like you know it's not like ohio state or michigan or alabama or them but the fans that they have, because it's not a small number either, the fans that they have are crazy. It reminds me a lot of Green Bay. Green Bay is not the biggest city by any stretch of the means, but their fan base is insane. Top five NFL fan bases, and I don't think it's close. Mm-hmm. So what if you could bring that to Nebraska? What if you could bring that to a new market? I think they could do it because it's very similar to what I was talking about with San Diego. If these people would go nuts over a college team like San Diego did uh, spring football team, how do you think they'd react if we brought an NFL team to Omaha? Like, I just think that it's, again, very similar, I think, in, to San Diego in terms of fanship. I think they'd go crazy. I think, it's, I think it's at least worth an experiment. I think it's worth a shot. And I think if you take that shot, it'll pay off. And then I'll talk about the last two, Columbus and Richmond. I think they're very similar. Richmond's a rising star. I don't know a lot about the city. I just know that it's similar to Salt Lake City in terms of population. It's a growing city. Also, they're much like Juneau, Alaska, and just Alaska in general. They're starting to get sport hungry. I don't know if anyone's paid attention to March Madness. The Richmond Spiders have been in that bracket for the last couple of years. I don't know if they were in it this past year, but they've been in it for the, at least a couple of years. So 
the city's getting a taste of what it's like to be in big name sports. And that's just for college. I feel like they're getting hungry. Like they, they want to be on the map very similar to Nebraska. So Richmond in my, out of the five that I put, definitely a gamble, definitely the gambliest of the five, but it's, I think it could pay off. Not in the same sense of Omaha, where I think it's like more likely to than not. Richmond's very 50-50, so that's why it's the lowest. And then number four, I had Columbus because they've already got a hockey team. They don't have a baseball team. I thought they did. I was incorrect in that line of thinking. But the Blue Jackets, they're, the Blue Jackets fans show out for those games. Hockey's huge in that city. So why not take advantage of a already decently big sport market? Why not bring an NFL team there and really solidify this as a sporting sporting state and i don't want to hear the whole oh you don't want to put three teams in one state because i know they've done that in california the xfl is going to do that in texas and granted those are california texas and i know florida's also like that oh new york yeah and well new york is just an absolute yeah but ohio fans are dedicated if nothing else i hate ohio and i hate ohio fans with more than i hate most things browns fans and Bengals fans are just they 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 make my heart die they give you heart palpitations yes that's what happens i have to go to the er every other week it's not good but even in spite of that browns fans are some of the most loyal fans you will meet because they suffered through absolute mediocrity and usually stupidity and patheticness for decades dude if you're a browns fan and you willingly stay a browns fan i mean that's like the most will that i've ever oh, seen from percent that's not again it's not close yeah. And then Bengals Browns fans, players don't even want to be Browns fans. Yeah, just ask Baker Mayfield. But Bengals fans, you know, outside of the bandwagoners that came for the Super Bowl. By the way, if you're a bandwagon fan, I hate you. I hate bandwagon fans. You guys are the worst. But That's dedicated true. Cincinnati fan, they're so they're so dedicated. It's crazy. So I feel like they could definitely replicate that with Columbus. I don't think it would well, it might be hard, but I think they could do it. All right. So my my thoughts on this um, I definitely, I love the Nebraska pick, especially after you, uh, you explained it. And I'm, uh, I'm also thinking about Nebraska. I think one of the most interesting thing is, is that I feel like they'll be very easy to latch onto a team because really you look at it, I'm pretty sure the only remotely close city is Denver. Kansas city. No, I think it's Den. I think Denver is closer. Well, anyway, they're kind of sandwiched in between Denver and Kansas city. But not really related to them. You know what I mean? Like, Oklahoma is kind of lumped in with Texas. Uh, New Mexico is kind of lumped in with, you know, the big southern dry states. They're kind of split between Texas and Arizona. Nebraska is kind of its own thing. It, I, For me, it just never really latched onto anything. Kind of like how I said those big four of, like, the Dakotas, Montana, and Idaho kind of are separate. And they could use a team for just those four. I think Nebraska could actually use just a team for itself, and it would be really easy to latch on. So I definitely I agree with the uh, Nebraska pick a lot. Uh, I like the Richmond pick. Just I mean, I, I agree. I think Richmond's a city that everybody's heard of, but nobody actually thinks about as, like, yeah. a big city. But it, it really could be. Um, and I think they might almost just want to use the NFL is just something to solidify themselves of just being a legitimate, like important city. Um, so, but then the one that I'm a little iffy on is Columbus. You brought up a lot of good points on it. I definitely agree with most of your points. The reason why I'm iffy on it is Ohio 
has done very, 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 very little good to the NFL. Do we want to give them any more? Third time is the charm, Zach. Third time is the charm. But that's what the Bengals said when they went to the Super Bowl. I know! And I hate it! I actually love it. But it's true! That was one of the best Super Bowls that I've watched that wasn't the Steelers winning. Because the Bengals left the field crying. Cry, Bengals fans. Cry. But I think it's about that time, now that we've sent all of our Bengals fans away, I think it's now time for us to move into our international cities. So, Zach, you chose London, England, and I chose Toronto, Canada. So, quick comparison between them. Obviously, they're on opposite ends of the globe. London has had a lot of experience with the NFL. Toronto has not really had much experience with the NFL, outside of the fact that it's right on the border. So, Zach, tell me a little bit about why you picked London. I think that it's a very common thought in the minds of people who think the NFL should go international. Which, before we continue, I would like to preface this by saying, this is my opinion. Zach may or may not agree with me. He can speak for himself. I do not want the NFL to go international. I think that will take away from some of the charm that the league has, if it has any charm left. I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot, but there's definitely some, and I feel like going international would get rid of that. So, Zach, you might agree, you might disagree, but that's just my personal opinion before we get into the international cities. So I do kind of agree. Um, I think international could be interesting, and I think it would probably end up being a good market. Uh, But I almost like what the NFL is doing right now with the international things. Uh, sending games to other countries in the middle of the season, um, bringing in international players uh, to the teams. But, yeah, I think the trend is that they could very well go international. Um, I mean, it it just kind of makes sense if they're almost leaning in an international direction with putting games out there, bringing players from uh, that area. I think it's just somewhere that they're going to go. Um, I, I'm more of along the lines of if they choose to go there, fine, that's all right. I won't be too mad about it, but I would advise other things before that. Uh, I chose London, England. That is really not a hot take. That's one that a lot of people have chosen. Um, I was actually, I originally didn't want to go London. I'll be honest. Um, there were some other cities that were calling my name because they had major, ties to the NFL. Um, One of them was Mexico City. Um, But some of these other cities that I was taught or thinking about, they had ties to not just the NFL, but specific teams. Like these cities, these countries had big ties to specific NFL teams and loved these teams. And I thought, you know what, you got to go for a big city that has some relation with the NFL but is not attached to a certain team, and that is London. London really doesn't have any attachment to a certain team, and I think an attachment to a team from an international standpoint would be difficult. Uh, and because, look, if, there, if this city or country has a big attachment to a certain team, telling them, okay, you have your own team, so now you have to switch alliances, especially if they're like diehard loyal to that NFL team, they're not going to want to switch. And so, really, you're not going to have a fan base in that city or country. And I think London is a place where they could establish an individual fan base for the London team that's there. So that's the reason why I chose London. So, Dil, uh, yours was Toronto. Yes. So why, why are you going the Canada route? 
Well, first of all, we love our neighbors to the north. Canada, we love you. Please keep watching our podcast. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we did actually, just the reference to that, we actually had some viewers from Canada early we did. in our podcast. Yeah. So hopefully they're still watching Canada. Yeah. We do we do love you. The service that we used told us that we had a little bit of viewership from Canada. So. Yeah, so. But that is not why I picked Toronto. That was a joke. The reason I picked Toronto is because Toronto's involved in every other major American sport. The MLB's got the Toronto Blue Jays, and that's the only Canadian team in the MLB. And obviously the NHL's got the Toronto Maple Leafs. So the way I see it, it just makes sense for the NFL to join forces with that. And now that I'm thinking about it, NBA has the Toronto Raptors as well, who just won a championship not that long ago, if I remember correctly. So good for them. But um, I think it makes perfect sense for the NFL to go that route. And Toronto doesn't have any ties with any specific teams that I know of. I mean, Canada Canada has the CFL, the Canadian Football League. I don't know how attached they are to it. I don't. I have not done my research into the CFL like I have XFL, USFL, other basically minor league football leagues. So I don't know how attached they are to the CFL. But I feel like in spite of, even in spite of how attached you are, money speaks and no matter where you have an NFL team, there is going to be money, not just for the league, but also for the city. So an NFL team would be hard to turn down for Toronto. And obviously just in terms of culture, I think it makes sense. So that's why I picked Toronto. Controversial, not really. I don't think it's that controversial. I mean, I don't think anyone really thinks Toronto just because of the affiliations the NFL's got with London and Mexico City. But I feel like if you floated Toronto, I think that would just make the most sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, well, I think London would make the most sense, but I agree on your points why Toronto does make sense. But uh, as we continue, we're going to go into three cities that we had as honorable mentions. So the reason that these were honorable mentions, me and Zach both thought of these teams, but we both had reasons, mostly the same reasons, that they did not make the cut. So Zach, you start off, uh, what was our first honorable mention? So our first one was Canton, Ohio. Canton actually had an NFL team, the Canton Bulldogs, way, way at the beginning of the NFL uh, which is part of the reason why, you know, you have the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. You still have stadium there. Um, and that was kind of the biggest reason why I put them on the list. I I mean, obviously, they're a smaller team. They're not one of those major cities that you think of in Ohio. But I'm like, they already have a stadium. They don't have to worry about building a new stadium. And it's just where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is. So it's just kind of interesting to – or it would be interesting to have a team there. But – I, I battled with also, you know, putting another team in Ohio because I don't know if I want to do that to another group of football players. Um, but also, you know, both me and Dill recognize that Canton is a very small city. It's even pushing what Green Bay has in terms of population. Exactly. And we already know that it wouldn't be able to do the things that Green Bay has done because Green Bay, pretty much the entire state of Wisconsin is invested in Green Bay. And Canton would not be able to do that with Ohio because you already have teams like Cleveland and Cincinnati there, which, as we mentioned before, have a very dedicated fan base, even though they probably shouldn't. Um, so, yeah, Canton being able to, you know, surpass their small size, I just, we don't think it would be very likely for them. Uh, Dill, do you have anything else to add for Canton? No, I, I think you covered it pretty well. That's not to say that Canton couldn't, take a Salt Lake City or Richmond route and grow. I just don't think it's going to get there anytime soon. That's my big reasoning why. It's an honorable mention, throw the idea out there, but I don't think it's worth taking the risk like these other cities. 
that I mentioned. Also, real quick with the growth, um, Salt Lake City and Richmond are both currently on the rise, and I don't think Canton is actually on the rise as like a majorly growing city, which Canton's is also the problem. Pretty stagnant right now, I think. Exactly, they're, they're holding pretty steady. So, but uh, our second honorable mention, another international city that we've mentioned a couple times, Mexico City. So the big reason that this is an honorable mention is because of something that Zach, this really big point that Zach was making when he was uh, pitching London. Mexico City has some pretty heavy ties to a few NFL teams, one of them being the Steelers. So, hey, thank you, Mexico. Woo! Yeah, I love you, Mexico. We do not have any viewership in Mexico. Unfortunately. Not yet. Yes, we'll get there. We will get there. We'll have it. But uh, anyway... Um, so that's really the big reasoning is that Mexico City, despite its ties with the NFL, like as an organization, it also has some pretty heavy ties with uh, the Steelers, Patriots and Raiders. And mm, I want to say Packers. I don't know, but at least Steelers, Patriots, Raiders. I know those are the big wow, three. Steelers, Patriots, Raiders. They really went high ground and then just the rest of them went low. I know that's a combination right there. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, <laughs> the, it could be all worse. three of those equally hate each other. Actually, I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. It could be Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Well, I'm thinking about it. The, the Steelers hate the Raiders, kind of, because we had a rivalry in the, you know... 70s. 70s and, and 60s a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all Steelers fans know that we hate the Patriots. Patriots hate the Steelers because they were... The Steelers, every once in a while, were a thorn in their side when Brady was trying to get his championships. Um, and then, also, the Raiders and the Patriots hate each other because of the tuck rule. Stupid tuck rule. Well, and also the Raiders fans still hate the Steelers because of the immaculate reception. They are still crying about the, oh, it hit the ground. Just check the Pittsburgh International Airport. You will see that there is a statue of Franco Harris, and it is not hitting the ground. He is clearly holding the ball above the ground. I don't know what you want from us. Exactly. We already have a statue up about it. It's not hitting the ground. Yeah. But so that is the big reasoning behind why Mexico City, we don't think, should get an NFL team, at least right now. Obviously, things could change around and, you know, things change and evolve and all that stuff. And the NFL is constantly looking for new markets. But uh, moving into our last honorable mention, this was something that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was actually talking about for the XFL, Honolulu, Hawaii. But uh, I know Zach has some decently strong opinions. And speaking of Zach and strong opinions, it is that time of the week again, ladies and gentlemen. Zach's hot take of the week has a lot to do with this city in particular. Zach, you chose a city in Alaska over a city in Hawaii, two states not connected to the U.S. mainland. And I have been told your hot take of the week relates to why you chose Alaska over Hawaii. Yes, so that's absolutely right. Uh, So I chose Alaska over Hawaii. Um, there's a few reasons why I did this. So one, one of the big reasons is kind of what I said about Alaska earlier. Alaska is really pushing in there's pushing in the smaller markets, but they are actually pushing to be more involved with sports than they currently are. So really, I think just that more active push by Alaska and Hawaii has said that they're, you know, they're interested in football. They've held some football events down there, uh, just some like trainings and uh, some football talks, especially with players like Troy Polamalu, who is Samoan and from Hawaii. Um, so they, they've had stuff related to the NFL and related to football, but Alaska's more in-depth approach in trying to ingrain themselves into sports. And again, they haven't really done much with football, but trying to get themselves into sports is something that I realized that 
could make Alaska more plausible to actually get the an NFL fan base there. Um, also, going into it, uh, the time zones. The time zones is a big, big problem. And a lot of people don't actually realize how far Hawaii is from the mainland. But it is actually in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's not like close to the U.S. and like right off the coast of California like some people believe. It's literally in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. The largest ocean in the world. Smack dab in the middle. It's still like a three to four hour plane ride from California to get there. Which again, the commute from somewhere like New England to get to Hawaii or to get from... Or, yeah, Miami, just to get back and forth from there is ridiculous for these teams. And also the time zones and going into viewership and, uh, you know, the fact that if they want people on the mainland to be able to watch it, they're going to have to have the players be playing at some time of, like, 1, 2, or 3 a.m. It's ridiculous. And having these players do that when they have to then go and play another game a week later, or in some cases, if they're playing on Sunday and then going to play Thursday, like almost three days later. Now, Alaska, Alaska's a decent commute, especially if it's Miami to Alaska. It's not drastically worse than, say, the commute from Miami to Seattle. So, I mean, yes, it's worse. It's probably another hour, maybe two hours. But if you put it in the right place in Alaska, it's really not as big of a commute as people think. Another thing is Alaska is a part of the Pacific Standard Time. And I think if you go as far west in Alaska as possible, it maybe has another hour. So the worst is, well, so Pacific Standard Time is about three hours earlier than uh, Eastern Standard Time. So if you add another hour, it's only four hours earlier. And that's really not a major difference that would affect viewership. So looking at that, you don't have effect on viewership. You barely have an effect on travel. It's a market that if you really, really look at it, it is actually growing and it could do well in the sports market. And the conditions can be easily absolved with a dome. So weather conditions are not a problem. So really, Alaska is a much better market than Hawaii. If you're going to go with Alaska, Hawaii, Alaska is clearly the better choice there. So that's going to end the hot take for today. Uh, Just an update for next week. We should be getting you some updates on the XFL. Uh, There's been some major reports coming out saying that the XFL will be saying their cities uh, and then also confirming their coaches as well as the venues that they will be using for or their upcoming season so the so the league put out a statement that they were holding an event texas live i think they call it it will be streamed on their website xfl.com and what they will be doing at that event has been reported by kevin seifert from espn and mike florio from nbc via pro football talk so the report is that they are going to be announcing their team, not their teams, their cities and their venues. Teams, maybe. Those are up in the air. We're not really sure. But the main, the most important thing about this is that we're finally getting something from them. After months and months of them saying they're going to do it and not doing it, they're finally doing it. So uh, next week, we'll break down their cities. And if they reveal teams, we'll break those down too. 
give you our thoughts, uh, talk to you a little bit about the cities that they chose, whether we think they're good or not. But for now, I think it's about time we end this podcast, but in a way that Steelers fans end everything. Here Here we we go, go, Steelers. Steelers. Here Here we we go. go.